back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I know it's been a while since I've been on the microphone here, but uh, you know how life goes, football season, school, kids, life in general, it's just been uh, really, really, really busy, so I haven't had a chance to come back and and talk to you all, but now I am. Our uh, podcast today, we're going to go with the title, Ch-Ch-Ch-Ch-Changes. Don't worry, there's a reason for it. You know, you can't go wrong with David Bowie. Uh, I mean, think of some of his great musical accomplishments. Ziggy Stardust, Heroes, Modern Love, Suffragette City, and so many, many more. However, for my two cents, my favorite piece of his music is definitely Changes, or Ch-Ch-Ch-Changes. I can't sing, so sorry. And believe me, when racing in the Ironman, or any endurance race for that matter, you need to be ready to you know, change your planned strategies immediately if a situation calls for a detour. To me, a change means an alteration required when something out of the ordinary or unexpected occurs. As Bowie states, changes, that wasn't too bad, uh, turn and face the strange. If you refuse to accept that a change is indeed called for when the strange or unexpected presents itself, you're asking for a world of hurt. Let's take a look at a few instances where I implemented an altered course to successfully complete the race I had at hand. As a swimmer, I prefer to breathe bilaterally. This means that I take breaths from tilting my head to both sides, the right and the left. My typical cadence is three strokes for one breath. With an odd number of strokes, each breath requires me to turn my head in the opposite direction of its predecessor. While not an Ironman sanctioned event, the escape from Alcatraz in San Francisco, Francisco, its swim portion required a change of plan and quick. Uh, You see, the San Francisco Bay is a unique beast and it has various currents and wave patterns. I realized early on that for a good portion of the swim, I would need to switch to breathing from one side only. You see, on this particular day, the waves were constantly coming in from the right. Therefore, unless I felt like drinking an overabundance of salt water, I needed to breathe from my left side uh, most often. While not my preferred method, I knew that for me, this change was necessary to remain comfortable and stable in the water. Another example of a needed change was the bike portion at my first Lake Placid Ironman. Located within the Adirondack Mountains, the weather can be finicky. It may be sunny one moment, then a torrential rainfall could occur. Wind gusts are are also quite common. While going downhill, I normally like to tuck into an aero position and hammer down, which is just a fancy way of saying to just keep pedaling. The thought process is to gain additional power and speed uh, while you're going downhill to help with the inevitable climb coming in the near distance. However, during many of the downhill portions, the rain and wind kicked in with a fury. While some who are truly elite on the bike and I'm not one of them, uh, continue to hammer through the elements going downhill, I grip on for dear life and coast down the hills. While I might lose some time in doing so, actually I do lose time, I figure the alternative of becoming roadkill is far less appealing. Uh, A final instance where I needed a a change in quick uh, was during the run portion of my second Lake Placid uh, race. At about mile 13 of the running portion, my personal hellhound crept up with a vengeance, the IT band. If I intended on crossing the finish line before midnight, a drastic change was required. Uh, By doing some quick math in my head, I figured that if I maintained a 12-minute mile, I would finish by about 10.30 p.m. Well, this was plenty of time to complete the race and not to be disqualified. Therefore, I went to a walk-run strategy. In essence, I'd run for two minutes and walk for one. 
By doing so, the walk portion gave the IT band the break it needed to not completely wreck me. Uh, don't get me wrong, it still hurt like hell, but it never locked up completely, allowing me to finish the race. Now let's move on over into the educational field or the classroom. Understanding the need for change and being at peace with this notion uh, happens all the time to me in education. In fact, just recently I had to put this belief to the test while I was consulting a group of teachers. I was asked to get a school district's teachers ready to use this new piece of technology they'd be receiving for the new academic year. By the way, this quote-unquote teaching was taking place the week before students were set to arrive. As many educators know, on the days leading up to the school year, we want to be preparing our rooms and getting organized, not having another PD session, which may or may not have an immediate impact within our classroom. Now you may be asking, so what change was needed? Or you may not be, but it just makes me feel good to know that you're still hanging in there. Regardless, I was shown a litany of items that were expected to be taught to these teachers in a two-hour session. Uh, think of a Thanksgiving grocery list and then make a few copies of it, and now you might have a good view, uh, visual of the amount of material that they wanted the teachers to uh, be presented. Well, by being a teacher, I knew this list was not feasible. To be honest, I never intended to bombard these teachers with this entire avalanche in the first place. But to be fair, I wanted to conduct a test. Instead of my initial idea of beginning the session, I decided to call or conduct what I like to call the bridge of words. To do so, I gave each teacher three sticky notes. Then I had them simply observe and play with this new technology for about 10 minutes. Next, I asked everyone to write three words that came to mind regarding this new technology after they got a chance to play with it for a bit. These sticky notes were placed on a wall to form a bridge. You know, while it certainly looked cute, I was looking for patterns and commonalities. While there were certain some encouraging words, such as cool, fancy, interactive, and exciting, there were others which came up far more often, stressed, confused, overwhelmed, and lost. By seeing the amount of apprehension in the room, I'm glad I had a plan B, which I figured I would need in the first place. You know, bring in those winds of change because they were needed and needed fast. This change of direction was to take a few components that I knew would have an immediate impact within their classroom. This was not too difficult since I'd been in their situation many, many times. By focusing on a select few and allowing the participants to engage, interact, and reflect with one another, by the end, they were all feeling much better and prepared to utilize this new component. The change was the notion that I knew they would appreciate becoming really good at a few key items rather than marginal at an immense shopping list. Now, the first step really in realizing that a change may be required is being attentive to both your current situation and its surroundings. Obviously, to alter your direction, you must first notice the need for any particular change. Therefore, if your coordinates ever need to be adjusted in the classroom or life, one of the following concepts that helped me out might be a little bit helpful for you too and just maybe to reflect upon. First, allow for perspective. If a situation demands an alternate route, first you need to commit to an honest perspective of what you're dealing with. Instead of looking at the current state with a zoomed-in perspective, aim to observe the wide-angled shot of the situation. By this I mean, look at the big picture. A strategy I often adhere to when attempting an honest perspective is remembering the number 365. Simply put, will whatever the current situation is really matter in a year's time? For example, when my crazy dog Micah poops on the floor, it is certainly annoying and it reeks. However, beyond the initial annoyance, this is not something that needs to be overly concerning. Unless it's a daily routine, then her and I are going to have some words. Or, when little Johnny or Jimmy or whichever name you prefer turns in a late assignment. 
Ask yourself, is this really going to affect my life greatly in a year? You can either spend a great deal of energy fighting his less than punctual habits, or you can realize that maybe it's not really that big a deal. In the end, it's up to you to make that choice. Next, for me, it's helpful to remember that life is just plain crazy and I need to accept it. It's weird, but I often envision all of us here on Earth as nothing more than a chaotic ant colony. We're going in multiple directions with a variety of other forces working with and against us. It is what it is. By accepting that both humans and life in general are in a constant state of change, you're more able to notice that perfection really is never possible. You know, to me anyway, perfection is just fine as a goal, but I know that it is far from reality. So if your classroom on any particular day or week or month is less than smooth, realize that you're by no means alone. Nobody's classroom or their life is always firing on all cylinders. Accept this reality that you are simply part of a large group, humanity, that is always making the best of the hand that you, know, you or I are dealt. Another thing that helps uh, sometimes is I think like a comedian. No, I don't mean that I have to conduct a stand-up routine in hopes of a chuckle or two. What I'm referring to is the power of the smile and laughter. It's no secret that it requires fewer muscles in the face to smile as opposed to making a sinister frown. Therefore, whatever the grand design behind our creation may be, it made it perfectly clear that the positive, warmth, happiness, love, laughter is far more important than being a party pooper. So if a particular class or life situation requires change, maybe try laughing at the ridiculous nature of what you've been confronted with. At times, no matter how much the situation may stink, when the stink is confronted, or confronted with a smile, the stench may dissipate somewhat. Another thing that helps me out greatly, and it's my, my, my final idea that helps me deal with some of these changes that are needed at times, is to simply let go of control. I truly hope that you don't believe you're the one driving this metaphorical bus through uh, our thing here called life. If you do, then keep your hands on the wheel and more power to you. However, I've come to the realization that I control next to nothing beyond my own actions, behaviors, and words. Beyond those, I'm pretty much on autopilot. You know, this may seem harsh or a bit blunt, but that is the reality. I cannot control the actions, behaviors, and words of anyone else. I can't even control my dog, Micah. In fact, I'm pretty sure she's nibbling on my ankle right now. Certainly, I can attempt to teach and encourage others, such as my students or Micah, to behave in a certain manner, but in the end, the choice falls on their shoulders. Overall, the acceptance of change comes from within me. The change is an internal belief that I cannot control most aspects of my life. There will be beauty, and there will be times when poop hits the fan in an epic manner. It's important to embrace all that is beautiful and right in this crazy existence. However, it is of equal importance to not beat ourselves up over things that occur which we have absolutely zero control. You know, think of yourself as a boxer and life is your opponent. You duck and you weave around as many of life's punches as you possibly can, but at some point she's going to connect. The question remains, are you going to get back up? In the end, we all need to adjust our coordinates from time to time. It's darn near a mathematical certainty. Plan A may be the mother of all plans, but her children, plans B, C, D, I could go on, but, you but I figure you know the alphabet by now, will be more than likely be required to navigate today's classroom and life.
Thank you.